the pot party. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. Yes, sir. We're back. Here we go. Episode two. Renee's in the house. I'm Dre, and this is Human Sushi. That's right, guys. We're at Soup's again. What up, Soup? What up, fellas? What up? You sound super, like, somber today. What's Do up with I? that? Yeah, no the way. other one, you started out with, like, an accent and shit, and right now... <laughs> you know what I think is happening? What? I think you listened to the first one, uh-huh. and I think you're kind of fucking with yourself right now. Not at all, no. This nah? is starting off a little mellow today, that's all. You're, you Just were not off. acting like this before he hit record. It's... It's weird. I'm not acting like anything. I'm just here to, you know, shoot the shit with you. You're being weird, man. <laughs> Yo, Soup, start the tape over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start the tape over, man. Keep now, it going. Let's we're go. back. This is Human Sushi. Uh, shout out to Superman, first and foremost, for having us out here uh, on some last-minute right. shit. <laughs> some super last-minute shit. Um, yeah, we've been having uh, technical difficulties, I would to say the least. Yeah, to say the least. There's like three episodes that <laughs> <laughs> will never see the light of day for various reasons. Yep. But uh, now nah, we're here. And uh, so, you know, the first thing I wanted to get to was how are you handling the fame and <laughs> from the, episode the, one? Uh, the all four listeners. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, no, I, honestly, I've gotten a lot of good feedback and it's cool. It's, it's fun, you know. It's fun that, that even one person would listen, so I want to, it's just motivating to keep doing it, you know? That's what's up. Shout out to everybody that listened to the first one. Yep. Shout out to the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to, like, both of my friends. <laughs> All two of y'all. Thanks. Yeah. Not that listen. I'm just saying both of my friends in general. I only have two friends. <laughs> so it was Gucci, man. Not much, man. Here, contemplating life. You know? What were we? What were we just talking about right now? The Eminem freestyle that just dropped. Okay, yeah. So, you're so me Eminem it. just dropped this like 11 minute freestyle, and I'm a huge Eminem fan. Let me just put that out there. You know okay. what I'm saying? And you already know that by the way that I'm saying something that I'm gonna go negative, negative with this. Yeah. <laughs> you always start <laughs> just like, and I really love em- this guy, but <laughs> I'm a huge fan, but <laughs> but it's like it's an 11 minute freestyle. It's like him in some venue or whatever by himself and he's rapping acapella and it's like i don't know how i feel about it bro 11 minutes is a long time for an acapella you know? yeah that's one thing yeah 11 minutes is a long time for and like we all know eminem is great at putting words together and you know the, obviously he's one of the best of all time right but the cadence required to pull off one of these Especially 11 minutes of just acapella rapping to the camera. Like, I'm a person... I watch battle rap regularly. Mm -hmm. You know, battle rap nowadays has evolved to 
this like acapella almost spoken word format but it's like it's been like this for years and the guys that you know the guys that are really in it the, the disasters and hollow the dawn and all the dudes that are like career battle rappers right they figured out that cadence it's a completely different thing well it's all from, they do yeah it's what they do exactly and they had to like you know basically create that genre on their own so you know it takes experience to be able to pull that off and like eminem to me looks a little awkward trying to do it and people i think is it is a mistake or it's a misnomer or whatever that he comes from battle rap right like I know he has battle rap before, but he didn't come from that world of battle rap. No, nah, I disagree there. He does. No, he, he does. Yeah, he nah, does. I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not. Oh no. He no. came from the battle rap world, but at that time, it was still the. It was still beats, beats and freestyles. Yeah. It right. wasn't like the pre-written acapella thing. But it's absolutely. Uh, he was part of the battle rap. It's the same battle rap scene that morphed into what it is today. Right. It's the same scene. Like he competed at Scribble Jam. Mm-hmm. Like you know these guys. These like famous quote-unquote battle rappers like thesaurus and ill maculate and all these guys that are still doing it today are scribble jam champions too so i'm saying there's like a direct lineage between eminem and the battle rap of today and what it became you see i haven't heard the the freestyle but i would think 11 minutes acapella eminem Mm -hmm. you're gonna get a lot of jewels like a lot of great lines in there i mean you didn't like it at all and there was okay there was a lot of great lines but not 11 minutes worth yeah, I found myself bored. I got to see it again. I found myself a little bored and just like cringy at like the cadence. There was a couple times where, so he'll spit like a big burst, mm-hmm. and then he'll like stop, and the and the pauses are like super awkward to me. Like hmm. it's just weird, man. It's a video. It's a video. Yeah. You think maybe it's also like lack of content because he just came out with the album. He just did that whole battle thing with um, what's his face, and then now. You know, he's putting out, trying to put out more content, so maybe he's just running out of things to say. I mean, nah, I don't think he's trying to put out more. I honestly think it comes from a place of inspiration because he, the tweet is like, I just, uh, I was feeling inspired by the release of Bodied, the movie Bodied, the mm-hmm. battle rap movie. Right. So I decided to do this or whatever. And it's like a acapella, mm-hmm. it's like a battle rap almost, just like you see in the movie. The movie's based on like this new era of, of battle rappers and shit. Did you watch the movie? I did. How was it? Um, no spoilers, obviously. No spoilers. I saw it twice. I saw it in the theaters, and then I saw it again last night, actually, on YouTube Red. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. Like, it's a highly enjoyable movie, especially since... I don't know if I'm a fan because I'm a... Uh, if I'm a bias because I'm a fan of battle rap, though. So, like, it's got all the battle rappers in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, they really got like the stamp of approval from the actual they're acting in it or they're both okay they're acting in it they're like rapping in it mm. it's dope man it's like that aspect of it is super dope but then like my screenwriter movie critic self <laughs> can't help but like pick shit apart in the plot the dialogue know? or the plot no the dialogue's actually good yeah it's the plot they're just like a lot of stories i feel like um never resolve you know mm. what i mean like they, they, I think they start a bunch of storylines that never really go anywhere, and the and the villain, disaster plays the villain, the battle rapper disaster. He's actually great in it, but mm-hmm. I thought the way the part was written, I thought they could have made him more of a villain. There was too much of I, I thought like he was too much of a nice guy at certain parts in the movie, and there wasn't enough like personal 
rivalry between him and the main character. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, like, the, like it felt forced a little bit. I feel like they could have done a better job of portraying him as the villain. But, but he was actually, like, he acted in it. He had a legit role with lines and shit like that. And he was fucking great. And I bet the, the competition or the battles were actually really good, probably. Yeah, the battles were dope. <laughs> yeah, and they got, like, the actors battle, too. Like, dudes, people that are actors and shit, like Callum Worthy and this other dude, Jackie Long, they play battle rappers, and mm-hmm. they have to battle in the movie, and right. battle a lot, too. How, like, how did they do? They did well, they, they but you could tell the difference. So, like, <laughs> they're supposed to be, like, smashing all these people right. on their way up or whatever, and it's like, uh, y'all kind of got bodied. You like, can see you know? the fear in your eyes, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, no, you guys kind of got bodied, honestly, but I get it. It's the movie. Yeah, know? their delivery is not there, I'm sure. It's polished. Yeah, you, know? you could just tell. Like, when Hollow the Dons and Lux start rapping, you could just tell, you know what I'm saying, that they do this shit. It just... Yeah. It's so natural. And with the actors, they're acting. Right. You can see that they're acting, but they do a great job, bro. Yeah. I really like Body, man. See, I'm not a huge fan of battle rap, like what it's become now. Like, I really enjoyed it when it was off the top of the head. There was no writtens. And, of course, you know, and, and it was actually frowned upon when you would notice that someone was spitting something that they had written. You know, you would, it was like, oh, you don't do that. You know, it's all off the top of the head. So. Mm. I, I enjoyed it a lot more then than now. Like, now it's just like, oh, let me see how clever I can be and how insulting I can be, you know? Like, it was like that back then, too. It was just you you can't be as clever well, right. because you're coming off the top, you right. know? But, uh, you that was know? part of the sport, though, in my opinion, you know? Yeah, that was a big part of the sport back then. Yeah. It'd be cool, like, look, I understand why people... Because that's the main complaint that I hear from everybody that's not into, like, the current wave of battle rap. It's like, oh, I liked it better with the beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not musical this way. That's basically... Nah, that's, yeah. I, the beats also, yeah. I agree with that, too. You know? I, I don't, yeah. but I hear you. But I don't think that that method... I think that method is good for live shows. Mm-hmm. I don't think it translates well to a, to a product that you can re-watch over and over. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, it makes it a little bit different like the way battle rap is now it's almost like you're performing a one-man show like a fucking broadway one-man show like a stage play and it's like whoever got the best one wins because motherfuckers do characters motherfuckers do voices (laughs) there's all kind of shit in the cadence you know what i'm saying they they get the crowd involved and like battle rap literally is its own genre of hip-hop and that's i think that's why i like the current wave so much because they did that True. You know what I'm saying? Battle rap. a way to monetize it. Look, battle rap back in the Eminem days, Mm -hmm. you battled because you were trying to get noticed so you can get a deal. Right. Nowadays, that's not the case. Nowadays, you battle because you can make money battling and gain notoriety battling. You know what I'm saying? You got 10 million hits on YouTube or whatever. That's what I'm saying. And you're making money. Exactly. These dudes average mad hits on YouTube. Like, I really appreciate what they've done. And I like the fact that the people that are running the leagues that are around now, like King of the Dot and Smack, and like they all come from battle rapping like backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? Like Smack, right. he wasn't a battle rapper, but he used to do the Smack DVDs back in the day with like Murder Mook and shit like that. You remember them shits? Yeah, Smack yeah, DVDs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the one that runs the URL now. It's basically the Smack Battle League. You know what I'm saying? And that's where they hosted a bunch of like the big battles and shit. And uh, King of the Dot was started by a dude that's also a battle rapper, organic. Okay. Like, I remember him from back in the, the freestyle days, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, from Canada. 
and yeah, so I, I really I like what they've done. I really do, man. Did you ever try your hand at battle rap or no? Nah, like I joined a couple competitions, right, and shit, and like I did pretty well. I never won one. Mm-hmm. I had trouble with the time limits. Okay, you know what I mean. All right, because like when I used to battle, when I would battle people in the street, <laughs> as soon as their shit's getting whack, I would cut you off and start rap, rap, rap you know, <laughs> rapping over you with the time. It's like son. I gotta listen to this dude rap for fucking sixty seconds, bro. It <laughs> just feels like a lifetime, bro. That's so yeah. insulting. That that's like a tactic in, on its own, you know. Yeah, but I, nah, I don't know, man. It wasn't what, really. What if it it was uh, evolved to this point? already like was this this vibe of uh battle rap more interesting to you like to go out there and be maybe able to yeah, do, you like you said do the broadway now, yeah if i was still in that mind state yeah like, i couldn't do it right now and oh no i mean i couldn't even though i've been like rapping for all these years i, I couldn't write like a fucking battle rap i couldn't compete in a battle rap tournament are you right. kidding me like you know that, that shit would never work yeah no it's definitely evolved into its own art to its own thing you got to give you know, it the respect, respect that it deserves. No. You can't just think that you're going to jump in and do well. Like, yeah. have you seen the Joe Budden battle? Oh, yeah, where he froze up. Bro, Ooh. you could just tell the difference. And the cannabis, too. Cannabis yeah. tried to jump in, and that, yeah, that did broke not my heart, I haven't seen that. Nah, you haven't seen it? No. How'd it go? I mean... Oh, my God. Did he freeze also? I guess we're doing a depressing podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> now, this one, kind of, this one hurt me. <laughs> this one hurt me, it too. hurt everybody that <laughs> grew up with cannabis that way. Damn. Because, bro, I know cannabis ain't, like, a legend in the sense of, you know, like, a LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, it's a good but, comparison. But, Mainstream legend, But there was, if you were into, like, rap rap, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. the lyrical, super, like, you lyrical know, like, the technical rap. Yeah, the lyrical miracle shit. <laughs> yeah. There was a time in somewhere between 96 and 97 where cannabis was the best. The best. Was I mean, the them looked up to cannabis. That's what point. I'm saying. Like, the and best. Even though, like, that uh, time frame uh, didn't really expand that long, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But there was still... There was a, a short, window. There was a window. For sure. Like, somewhere in my junior year, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, where, I know exactly. Where cannabis was the best. The God. Like, you couldn't imagine somebody being better yeah. after he came out for, like, it was, it was months. Right. You were like, yo, he changed it because it was Nas, to I like think. pun. Yeah, <laughs> but it was Nas, and, and and then the next guy to kind of change the vibe was like cannabis. Yeah, so. have you seen? Have you ever seen? Um, there's a video of him freestyling while he's like rolling a blunt, and it's like really long too. It's it's like ten minutes or something. Well, with, with him, Big Pun, and no, everybody. He's at a and party. Raekwon. Oh, he's at a party with a bunch of people, and he's like holding a blunt, and like. You know, he's got it like half rolled and he's just rapping for like 10 minutes and it's fucking Yeah, sick. that's the cannabis Ooh, cannabis? cannabis? No, that's Cassidy. Oh, dude. that's Cassidy. Oh, that's Cassidy. Right. Right. He Cassidy's kills that right. shit. Yeah, it's right. My bad. You're right. It's Cassidy. Cassidy's, Cassidy's nasty. Yeah. So in the battle, he battles disaster. Have mm-hmm. you seen disaster before? Okay, yeah. He's I was like the Lebanese Cassidy dude. The whole time, cannabis. No. So. Cannabis. Yes, cannabis. Yeah, yeah. Cannabis. Second round knockout. Kello Kuja. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a reference. The pun intended. Well, Cassidy also tried his hand at battling, by the way, though. Oh, and yeah. he also battled disaster, and Cassidy arguably won the battle. Oh, really? See, like, he's the one guy that he jumped in, and he looked good. Right. What he happened looked good. with him? Like, I know he went so, to yeah, jail he, for a while or something like that, right? I think, yeah. I think yeah. he got into a car accident at one point or some shit. A little bit of both, I think. Yeah, because his career was going well. But cannabis, yeah. fi- finish on the cannabis story. So, yeah, cannabis jumps in and uh, battles disaster, and 
it was a fucking Ooh. disaster, bro. <laughs> bro, in the third round, spoiler alert, okay, homie, like, right before he stops, he starts his verse, he's like, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, and he, like, makes an announcement, he's like, yo, Diz, you win, bro. But I still want to spit my shit. Oh. So he's like, yo. And his boy hands him a notebook, bro. Oh. And this fool opens up the notebook. And he's like, he looks at it. He's like, yo, I stick dick in your mom. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, you had to open the notebook to remember I stick dick in your mom. Wow. <laughs> no, and then was he rapping first or, or last? In that they, they, uh... He rapped first in that round. Oh yeah. my god! So disastrous verse must have been. I don't. I didn't even get that far. I didn't even get through the Ridiculous. video. But you him. saw. But you saw the notebook. Yeah, I not? got to the notebook part, and I heard a couple bars, and I turned it off. I said, "You're not ruining my memory." It's like looking at somebody in a casket. It's like mm. I wasn't about to be like, but "That's my last it. picture of you." I'm going back to to cannabis second round knockout. You know that dude, uh, Lost Boys. The but here's the thing too, like. His his fuck up happened because disaster was fucking killing him. Like when people look back at that battle, all they remember was the notebook and cannabis choking. And I feel like disaster doesn't get the credit that he. Deserves. Oh no, he murdered him. He dismantled. He him. murdered him. That's why I couldn't oh, keep yeah. watching it. Why am I hearing the? the I'm, I'm gonna see you stomp on him yeah. after he pulled out the notebook. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, I was yeah, done yeah. after that point. If yeah. you if you concede. Uh, defeat, you know what I mean? Like in the middle of the battle, like you—it's because you're shook. You right. Know? But he was yeah. cannabis, and and then if you would have pulled out a notebook, you you had to hit me with the miracle. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you're gonna exactly. pull out the notebook. <laughs> I don't want to hear. Yo, I stick dick in you know? your mom's. <laughs> and not he he does a whole section where he's quoting himself from second round knockout oh, and just no. changing the references from from Cool J yes. to disaster. Yes. And no. I'm like, you had to pull out the notebook for that, bro. That that was the part. Damn, that was man. the part I said. That's enough. You Eesh. know what's funny about that battle, though? <laughs> you could like, um, it's funny watching that battle and try looking at Cannabis's boys the mm-hmm. whole time. Like behind at the beginning of the battle, they're super hype. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're like, yeah, you know what I mean. And Cannabis goes first, and he does all right in the first round. Okay. So it's like they're confident and shit. And <laughs> as disaster is <laughs> rapping, it's like they're getting further and further away from Cannabis. <laughs> 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 The inching back like Homer Simpson in the bush. They yeah, just and slowly just, like shriveling up. Yeah. They're just not really. By the last shot, they're like behind the crowd. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, they're on the disaster side. <laughs> That's uh, I didn't see that, but it was heartbreaking, bro. Yeah, that was a heartbreaking moment. You guys, you guys got to cheer me up after that. I don't know what y'all. Cause... My my girl was. Uh... <laughs> My girl actually likes battle rap now because I'm wa- I watch it a lot and shit. And sometimes she walks in, I'm and so surprised. like she knows the characters, you know what I'm saying? So like, oh, that's daylight, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's True. Super like misogynistic and like homophobic. So like I'm surprised she likes it. It is, but but and that and I'm glad you brought that up because this is why I like the movie Bodied. It's because is it addresses that directly. Oh, it's really? what the movie's about. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. about like freedom of speech mm-hmm. and how battle rap is one of the last places where and and you know like let's say asian an asian guy could battle like a black chick and they could just be racist as fuck to each other and then at the end of the battle they're still cool you know what i mean right there's not too many arenas in media or in life 
So you think where you can do that? Taboos get addressed in battle rap, is what you're saying. Yeah, it, battle rap and like video games, like in video, like video <laughs> games, the shit that you can Elaborate. do. Well, the yeah, shit that you can do in, in Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. You know, is really considering the PC culture that we live in today, PC. we should not be able like these motherfuckers are getting away with some shit, right? and it's great. I'm fucking thankful for it. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah, so I feel like battle rap, video games, those are like some of the last places where where it's okay to be anti PC, and it's like no one's died, right? Everything's fine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you I know feel what I'm like, saying? like even though I'm not a fan of battle rap, like I support any medium where that's upholding that culture of uh freedom of speech, you know, because it's it really is under attack right now. So, you know, if if there's somewhere that you can go and say whatever you want, mm-hmm. I support that 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. So, you know, that all leads into all the things that battle rap has become and these battle rappers did that. Mm-hmm. They did that themselves, bro. So, uh, like I've watched that culture go from shitty videotapes that you had to like find on fucking LimeWire and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like to to something that's that you can like subscribe to the channel now and, you know, they're putting out it's like a it comes out and it's like a fight card. It's just like a UFC card. Wow. It's like, "Oh, this dude's battling this dude." Mm-hmm. And they do promos for it. Like it's become a little industry in itself. So, I appreciate the shit out of it. Yeah, no. I like just, it a lot. Yeah, more power to them for sure. Or, yeah, there's not a lot of industries that grew that way that could maintain out of the hip hop because a lot of hip hop stuff kind of the talent side of it to make money and have a niche is yeah. so disposable. Yeah. So to come up with a a good concept and have a a group of people following you that appreciate it that that definitely that's something to be admired. That 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 ain't easy. Trust and me. if you think about it, it happened to emerge at a time where the value of music was going down too so it's like that especially that genre it's what do you funny mean by that the value of music like music now is disposable it's not like it used to be that the only way you can get a, a cd is go to the store and buy a cd now music and the files are so small like music files are so small i could just email you somebody's album you know what i'm saying so like music is more disposable nowadays and mm-hmm. artists get paid less per album and per song or whatever for like you know artists got to go on tour now to make money right um so it's funny that while the value of music was declining the value of battle rap was on its way up Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it was increasing these dudes figured out a way to monetize this shit yeah now they're getting paid for battles i think if they can crack the code because it seems like very male driven also Mm -hmm. if they can get more female like uh, viewership or listeners mm-hmm. that is the half that they're missing they could right. really maybe really that's what the, uh, the movie was about too and if, if Eminem was doing that 11 minute acapella it was probably to market the movie it was to market the and, movie and if he's trying to if you're saying a couple of those main points that might turn off the the other the other you know uh, the, the other f- side the is female gender the female gender is, is that then he maybe he's trying to make a point to grab that audience because maybe that side would see it in a movie theater rather than sitting online. You know, it could be a date night and then they could understand. Oh, and then maybe get interested. Maybe like U- uh, UFC was a little bit where yeah, they brought in Ronda Rousey. And, eventually, right, it's a smart thing to do. Right, You're missing you, out on half the population in sales. You know, so. but they capitalizing on their niche first so they could get to that next level and they have to be true to their fan base. And I think 
like what you were saying too might have really helped was the video side of it because when you're able to see them perform right, right. It probably gives you makes you a bigger fan of them if if yeah because coming now, off. now they become characters that you follow like that have a story that yo stories is what sells everything mm-hmm. everybody's trying to sell you a story bro yeah you know what I'm saying that marketing one Apple iPhone that they're trying to sell you a story mm-hmm. right you feel me so yeah so that's what video did I feel for battle rap yeah like now you could see these guys. You know, they this guy just lost his last battle. He really needs this one. You know what I'm saying? While the other guy's on a three battle winning streak and shit. You know, it it, it gives you something to latch onto. Yeah, you start following your favorites and having your favorites, and it's why people know. watch UFC, WWF, all that shit. Yeah. Even even basketball, bro. Basketball, you know, it's like all these sports. You're following the guy's story. Oh yeah, for sure. Like what's happening this year? LeBron's on the, on the Lakers. It's more about the drama than the actual fucking game. You yeah, know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. definitely. And now with like all the social media too, like they they appear or they seem more reachable too. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, you know, I can I can reach them on Twitter or whatever. You know what I mean? And you can actually talk to these guys or whoever's handling their accounts, if you know whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah, and they're selling their own story too. That's the thing with social media is that. They're trying to write their own story, and now if uh, the 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 NBA is somebody will take that and kind of go with it, because it's already in the market where before you had to kind of find it, you know, like some back in the day, not every player was looking that way. Like Charles Barkley and all these players, their their basketball game was their story, you know, how they played. Charles Barkley is a bad example, though. Well, I mean, that's I, a bad example because Charles Barkley did a very good job of becoming uh notorious back in the day and that really was his story charles barkley was the the original bad boy bro (laughs) every like he used to get in trouble you remember when he spit on somebody one time you don't remember that charles barkley (laughs) was trying to spit at a heckler and he fucking (laughs) busts tremendo loogie and he ends up hitting a little girl in the face i don't don't know about that that one you don't remember that shit i thought you meant like in the game and fighting people i know he was beating up people on the olympic team yeah charles yeah that's what i'm saying when they went to the olympics and they're playing like angola or some shit happy to be here angola elbows some dude in the chest that's like bro that guy weighed like 97 pounds bro man yeah they were just happy to be there and he elbows homie in the chest like yo barkley was a bad boy bro so what are you saying that was not instinct it was him playing up to that reputation or you think it was instinct well i think it was both but what i'm what i'm trying to say is whatever it was whether it was accidental or not his story was what you saw in the media and it was a story it was a charles barkley story bro you can take it all the way back to magic and bird that's a story too yeah it is a story from from, from college yeah i think people have wised up a lot more especially people that are in the limelight right so like now before like uh barkley's story is something that he was going about doing his thing and i'm sure obviously he had influence over his own actions so he could you know do things to and make the story more intense but um the media was the one writing the story nowadays people are wise to that so they Mm -hmm. will try to manipulate the media right you know so Mm -hmm. that they write the story they want right so because of that, I mean, it's media to me, marketing media, the whole thing is very scary because it can move the masses, you know, and if it's used correctly. And that's all 
anything is ever. It's just propaganda, you know, being, you know, the Nazi movement was just propaganda, you know. Uh, so to me, media is one of the most dangerous tools, really. Have you ever heard of the Frankfurt School of Critical Theory? No, what's that? I think I sent you a link, but you never... I never... You never checked, opened Did you send it to It's Mr.? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, actually. <laughs> never got it. But never so got like, it. The Frankfurt School of Critical Theory, I don't, I don't know how to condense this. Yeah, I'll try my <laughs> well, best. So it's a bunch Go of... Ahead. Go ahead. It was a bunch of like uh, Marxist intellectuals from Germany, right? Okay. And, uh, or like, I think they were from Poland or some shit. They were Jewish, though. So they had to flee during World War II. So, so their whole thing, um, before they fled or whatever, is they're trying to figure out. It was like a think tank. And they're trying to figure out how they can um, inject Marxism more largely into societies, right? Mm. So they were forced out of uh, Frankfurt, Germany, where they had their original school or whatever. And... Uh, had to come to the United States. Mm-hmm. And so they set up shop somewhere, I think, in California. And They set so, up shop, meaning a school with Mar- Marxist ideals. Yeah, like they're, that group of intellectuals, and, you know, they started recruiting people. And so, like, so this, uh, the theory behind it, behind critical theory, I can't even get deep on this shit because I, cool. I, I, I understand it, but I don't know how to explain it. But um, it's like basically question everything. That's critical theory. Question everything. They're right. telling you this is fucking blue. Question that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And there's really like no underlying base of knowledge. It's just basically, you know, you know, criticize everything or whatever. Is it to create a chaos? To create a chaos so they can inject like a an idea Marxist line of ideas. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you don't believe we should question everything. You believe some things, you know, if it's blue, it's blue. Why question it? I don't know that I don't know that I'm even talking about what I believe right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just you know telling stories. God. <laughs> Tell you about a, a book I read. <laughs> but uh, what I was gonna say is like, and this is going back to the conversation about media and and you know mm-hmm. how it's like very carefully used to influence how people think. It's like they figured out that the the approach wasn't to try to infiltrate the government, and that's always what we end up thinking. The traditional uh, conspiracy theory line of thought is they're going to take over the government. Right. right? Like, that's what you hear. It's the government. They're going to take over the government, the one world government. Government, government, government. What these guys did was we're going to take over the universities Mm. and the media. You know what I'm saying? And that those places have less barriers of entry. You know what I'm saying? And can produce greater results exactly so, so you're producing basically now universities are, are radical breeding grounds bro. no they're very deeply rooted if that was their plan they did a great job because yeah. they're extremely deeply rooted now yeah in society in the fabric everything you see is pc and you know you're seeing the fruits of it yeah the culture the has changed it. And, it, and it is mm-hmm. a whole new world because of it definitely yeah um that's interesting that the think tank uh thing that you mentioned is interested because that's I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all like I do not believe there are people out there scheming like on the little guy and like trying to accumulate more power in what the about sen- aliens 
Aliens? You yeah, that? I believe in aliens. Okay, I believe in aliens. I mean, and you believe the government is so, hiding <laughs> is hiding knowledge of aliens? No, is, I do not believe. No, that. okay. I don't think we've ever encountered aliens, but I do believe they're out. There. Okay, yeah. continue though. What were you yeah. saying about the think tank? So yeah, so I, but then yeah, there are think tanks and there are organizations that form and like the Illuminati is like I think at this point you can't deny that it either existed or exists still. Um, oh, the Illuminati is a real thing though. Right. I mean, you can fucking Wikipedia. The oh, Illuminati is yeah. a real thing. Is like whether or not that group is still existing and infiltrating the, right. and influencing is a different question. It's just crazy to me that there's people in rooms making decisions that will literally result in lives being lost, you know, and that they can go home and sleep at night. Like, I mean, I'm not myself in that position, so I can't judge. But I mean, I think that's crazy to me. Like, you know, but do like, you think that lives need to be lost in order for a a society to function yes i do i so that's so someone's got to make those decisions i agree i agree they're hard why do you why do you think it needs why do you think they're they need because there's a situation where like is it beneficial that it's more beneficial to the larger group if one or two people happen to to cycle war is a good example of that right well, lives are lost no matter what well, but it's beneficial to the larger group yeah. but you're sacrificing lives uh, let me read so that. it works like that in other uh areas too you know what i'm saying sometimes lives i mean look i'm just like theorizing i'm not you know mm-hmm. yeah I'm just playing the devil's advocate here but yeah. no but rethinking my answer i just think I think they've done a really good job of creating the notion that lives need to be lost in order for the greater good. There we go. Um, but I don't know if I haven't examined it well enough to say that that's actually true. I know that lives need to be lost in order for profit to occur. And that's definitely a main motivating force behind any war that's ever existed. Um, so for me, you know, maybe it's they're creating the illusion. And one thing I know for sure is that they are creating the illusion of scarcity on the planet right that there's not mm-hmm. enough food there's right. not enough resources right you know there's definitely water. enough for everyone you know mm-hmm. um but they if if they revealed that or if people knew that then they would lose value right so mm-hmm. if there's enough then then the whole system of hierarchy collapses you know right but don't you think there's a reason for that you think it's been orchestrated that way by the people that have been in power and continue to be in power or for me I don't think they're evil. I don't think they sat in a room and said, you know, but it's just in the interest of their own families and protecting their own name and their own fortunes, they've put, they've ended up in these positions and in order to maintain that and to stay there, they have to oppress, you know? What I think is this. So like, imagine you're trying to govern a household. Mm -hmm. You could govern a household Without having to write a declaration of independence and, and write, you know what I'm saying? And write a, a fucking constitution. Right. Uh, you can just do it with basic rules and you can kind of make agreement. it up as you go, right? <laughs> right? So it's you, your wife, your kid, your dog, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Now imagine you multiply that by 10 and now you've got to manage, you know, 30 people right. instead of three. Now you got to have some kind of baseline for everybody to agree on. So as that number of that number grows, the laws have to become or the rules for that society to function have to become more and more specific. Right. So in that specificity, I think that's where, you know, you lose the individual, you lose the individual. And I think people end up falling 
to through the cracks right too people end up becoming poor and you know what i'm saying like people just fall through the cracks it's just like the natural way that what would be nice if is if our system had like a safety net for those people you right know what i'm saying but like overhauling the system to me is not the answer i agree and you have, that actually supports what i'm saying that it's not an evil it's not a result of evil you know uh scheming it's just the way that the hierarchy ended up because people want to protect what they have and protect their position you know right. so um and it's understandable and just i'm trying to do the same thing at my level you know and to acquire more so i exactly. get it but, but i think the argument comes with what is acquiring more also like what is the point like at what point is is it that like technology and information and all of that changes enough that we don't all have to you know what i'm saying worry about getting bread like you know when is the the jetson shit or the you know when when are we gonna Never. care about doing new shit because we already took care of old shit what i would say is that technology wouldn't even exist if we didn't have a competitive system that mm -hmm. motivates people to innovate you know what i'm saying like if everyone's just good then we're gonna stop innovating it's not being good it's just being good on something it's like after we innovate like when are we good on like cars like we can still innovate once you're good on something it's it's the innovation won't ever stop no, i don't i don't agree with that i, I disagree I don't agree with that. I, how many how many inventions how many world-changing inventions are coming out of cuba right now that government doesn't doesn't uh incentivize you to be innovative because you're a scientist and you're making as much as the fucking next guy that's a garbage man you know what i'm saying it 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 just doesn't see but that's the difference of jobs and innovation because you could be a doctor in cuba and be going to work just like a doctor in miami except your paycheck is different right but then you're at a standstill so innovation though. is so it you... might might not come out of that part yeah but the, it takes you know a lot I mean? more work to become a doctor than it does to become a garbage man so why right. go put in the work exactly to get paid the same you know exactly so that's why i'm not disagreeing with that yeah. point I'm, I'm more saying that innovation comes from necessity society and 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 creativity so i don't think that would be capped because in that comparison the, the the person waking up going to work to be a school teacher or a doctor and getting paid the same says you know what i'd rather be a school teacher doesn't mean that as a school teacher they're not going to innovate something for their classroom or, or find a way to do something an innovator is a different person and i'm from from the beginning of the comment was mainly just saying out of all this innovation that we've had because it gets so capitalistic on everything I always thought one or two things should be taken care of. Like, why are we still paying toll in Miami? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, but like, look, when don't don't we, we have good enough roads to, that you know we didn't yeah. make science, you know, soup. But when we come down to specific issues like that, I'm just I'm saying like the overarching philosophy behind it, right? right but right. yeah, specific issues. I you know, there's things that I lean fucking socialist on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, um, even even healthcare. Yeah, like, yeah, I think everyone should have access to healthcare. You know what I mean? Dying. Yeah. Do, is there a part of me that thinks that that might halt innovation in healthcare? Yeah, bro, I do think that, but I think it's more important for everyone to have healthcare. Well, innovation you know in healthcare right now is is actually for me like too much. You know, <laughs> like every other week is like a pill that you know so 
either cures you or kills you. It's like both, you know, and <laughs> they're just running free. There's no regulation on anything right now in healthcare. Like, have you have but you read about? I just mean as far as pharmaceuticals. Maybe I'm not referring to all of health. But no, it's a good segue. Have you read about CRISPR? No, what's that? Have you have you read no, about I this? Haven't. So CRISPR is a DNA editing tool. Okay. Okay. Yes. That you basically upload someone's DNA into it, and you could literally erase parts of the code and replace it with something else. I heard it was done already. It is not only is it done already. There's a there's a dude in China, a scientist mm-hmm. that already claims to have impregnated someone with it, with like an altered DNA uh, baby, and she already had the twins. So there's already yeah, two proof. altered, yeah. like straight up. And fucking the alteration was that they can never um, get HIV. Get HIV. Yeah. Yeah. So like conceivably, because HIV is a problem over there. That's I, I, heard, right. I think I heard about that. HIV right. became a big, big problem over there, mm. and I think that that's one of the points too. Is that I think when you see that problem, is that dude doing it because it's a problem, or is it a he could get paid for the problem? I think that's to your point. If he's getting paid, maybe he might be more motivated, you know. Mm-hmm. And and he created that, and now he's making superhumans. <laughs> I well, mean, it's, it's it's going to become a problem. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Well, it's going to become an ethical <laughs> debate first. I think. You know? Well, it's already. It, you're supposed to uh, not be able to uh, experiment on humans. That's that's like the, uh, okay, that's the first one. Yeah, that's the first thing. You're not supposed to be experimenting on humans. That's so right. This guy said that he did it. He claims to have done it. Hmm. And he had twins with it. But what's stopping... What I'm asking you, and shout out to my boy Clay that actually that, that made this, this point, my, my buddy Clay. What up, Clay? What up, Clay? What up, Clay? <laughs> <laughs> um, what's stopping the Chinese government... From making superhumans? From making a fucking race of superhumans, B. Or the Russian well, government. That's the or, 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 the, government. or the U.S. government. Or oh, what makes you think we haven't been? You ever seen that's the what movie, I'm trying uh, to say. You ever seen Gattaca? Gattaca, that movie? Nah. With Ethan Hawke, you ever seen it? Seen yeah, it? yeah, uh, yeah, I seen it. Yeah, that's so. It's uh, it's basically about that. Like, uh, the human race has evolved to a point where we filtered out disease, filtered out genetic uh, mm-hmm. errors. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And and so they have a segment of the population that's called like natural births <laughs> or whatever they refer to it in the movie, and they are discriminated against. That's the new discrimination, right? So if you right. weren't engineered, right, 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 I've heard right. of this. Yeah. So yeah, I think. I think there's that's inevitable. Now the question is, are we supposed to do it or not? You know, like. Well, what do you mean it, supposed it, to? So some people argue that you're playing like God. It's against right? nature, right? But I think natural selection. If God gave you the ability to do it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, then it's not. You know, yeah. that's my opinion. So. This is our weapon. Is our mind correct? Exactly. It's our greatest yeah. weapon. Anything we can the achieve. The rhino got the horn. Like, <laughs> we got the mind, bro. Giraffe got the neck. That sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't, we don't physically have, like, an attribute. You know what I'm saying? That, That's what I'm saying. Except like, for the fact that we can uh, <clears throat> aim. We're the, we're the, we can aim? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how humans... Is that brain? No other animal brain? can aim? That's the brain, yeah. Yeah, it's still brain, though. That's our muscle. No other animal can aim? But that's what I'm saying. But What's like, another you can animal aim, that, but... can, that can hurl a projectile? <laughs> With the same with the same accuracy, accuracy of a human. No, not the same. I don't accuracy. think there's another one out there. But I didn't know like when like monkeys flung feces like that they weren't aiming. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, maybe they're. I'm okay. I'm, I, but I didn't say the only that can aim. I'm saying the I don't most... know why that came to mind as the example. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying though. Yeah. 
That's act, interesting. That actor, yeah, that's bow and arrow. Ain't no, you never ain't no Robin Hood with the, <laughs> ain't no exactly. monkey with the Robin Hood. Oh, exactly, what about like though. lizards that spit stuff? You know, are they aiming or like the tongue? That's the, the, the again. Is that uh, as accurate as yeah, a dude they like with a catch like arrow? mosquitoes and shit. We're shooting people from yards, be. <laughs> Yo, look at that! Away. Those those sentinelles. Did you hear about that? Those people mm-hmm. that uh that uncontacted tribe off the, yes. off oh, India yeah. that killed some dude. Yeah, what they killed him with? The missionary. What they killed him with? From bow and arrow from afar. From afar. From afar. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know they killed him with a bow and arrow. Yeah, from bro. Far. They didn't yeah. even let him. No, get, I mean, and those and those are sand. dudes that are literally living. With no advantages of modern technology. Listen, I'm from Central America. I fucks with bow and arrow. Okay, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad about the bow and I'm arrow. Just saying, <laughs> that's how that's their weapon of choice, bro. They all approach the. There's fucking pictures of these dudes and shit. Yeah. They all approach the fucking boat with their bows and arrows, ready. That's crazy. Did yeah, you hear the story ready. of why they killed the dude? Because he's trying to like preach to them. No? Well, the he's story just not allowed is, to be there. Anybody. Well, the, the the reason why they don't allow visitors or whatever is because some dude went over there like back in the 1920s mm-hmm. and apparently like he was like some weird guy that like you know approached the tribe and he tried to like study them you know like but he would just like grab them touch them you know just very uh imposing himself into the tribe you know and so apparently they ended up killing that dude and they decided never again to let anyone <laughs> come out to the island so now anytime you step foot on that island you're getting an arrow to- yeah and they're yeah. protected that's gangster they're protected by india right yeah they're like, yeah, no, they're international. Yeah. Like, they're international. India just said, hey, you're not supposed to go there. You went there on your own, you know? So, yeah, no. We're not going to do anything about it. We're not fucking with that. <laughs> they got bow and arrows with accuracy. <laughs> it's mind blowing that people are still living like that, man. Yeah. And there's people in the Amazon, too, in Brazil, that are living like that, too, deep yeah. in the jungle. It's sure. crazy. I in mean, Peru, I think there's some people and shit. There's plenty of places. And that's why the, the, the idea that there's not enough space or there's not enough room or you have to have this. Is something sold, but but back to the um, DNA altering. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought it was crazy too when That's I saw. That's crazy. So yeah. as a kid yeah. watching cartoons, I dreamed of the day that DNA altering would happen. So like you could have wings or something like that. You know what I mean? Like have like animal parts. Yo, I, it's about to be like X Men up in this bitch. But that's what I'm saying. Because like, even as a as a dad, like I I would I would think. In my brain, when my wife was pregnant, what the baby's gonna have for me, for my wife. Oh, now you can I ho- choose. I hope they don't have this. I hope they have that, and, and whatever it is. Mm. And and because, like you said, there's some genetic diseases that we we pass along yeah. that we're all been yeah. victim to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That we could cut out. Yeah. That's and, and like we're done with that. No, they're gonna advertise yeah. them like cars. It'll be like, Here, here's the Cindy package. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be like a little blonde girl with pigtails. <laughs> well, you better. I think you have to have it in your DNA at least. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't. But what's stopping them from like making another Elon Musk? Another Elon. You feel me? Yeah. Mixed with like The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? That's one. Uh, like random dude. dude. That's like Bane. He's like Bane. Yeah. Shit. But yeah, well, yeah, and where does the line stop? Like you said, if you're that's Superman, right? Like the army of the perfect like genetically species. altered soldiers. Like, and I gotta fight this guy when the revolution happens. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta mess with this guy's aim. The guy who has genetically altered aim. So knowing all that, <laughs> so knowing all that, how could you say that you don't believe in conspiracies? 
you know? Because I believe that people are using that technology already and we don't know about it. That's already qualifies as a conspiracy. You know what I mean? I don't believe... I think you'd be crazy to believe that this shit exists and the most powerful people aren't trying to take advantage of it. But I equate conspiracy with like a group of people saying, okay, we're going to do this thing in order to take over and we're going to hurt these people and we know it, but it's fine. We're still going to go through with it because we want this, right? That, to me, is a conspiracy. Now, if a group of people get together and say, what's... How can we improve our business or what can we do, you know, to solve a problem that we're having? And that ends up, you know, hurting other people without them having thought about it or or whatever the case may be. Then Intentionally doing it. Right, exactly. They're not like trying to hurt people. They just And it also depends if even if they're doing it with the knowledge that it might be negative for people. Are they doing it because they believe in the greater good or are they doing it for profit? That's another factor. But even if it's the greater good, it's the greater good in their opinion. Right. It's like buying a building and kicking out the tenants. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're doing it it for the for the neighborhood, but but you're fucking over the tenants. Yeah, I I need to expand my business because I made enough money on this side of the restaurant to get that side. But you got to move out and be homeless. Yeah, right. So, but, like, building a fucking race of superhumans <laughs> might serve their interests, but, it's but not, I don't know if it serves humanity. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not malicious is what I'm getting at. You know but, that, what, but does it matter? If it ends up being the malicious. Villain, for my the definition villain of is never the villain in his own story, though. Right. You for know my definition saying? of conspiracy, and maybe it's, it's incorrect, but yeah, the way I see it, it's usually something villainous, like something, you know, malicious. And in this situation, I don't think... I think... See, I'm also a believer in human beings. I don't know. I believe people are good, you know, for the most part. So oh, you don't fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you and I like are completely. You want to change you know? colors for a minute, bro? <laughs> yeah, you don't fucked up. No, nah, man. I still believe in the human race. You know. Yeah, I mean, holistically, eventually, but no, I don't think we'll ever be. No, I don't think there'll ever be a perfect world. I mean, that's not sure. at all what I'm waiting for. Like, I think. The world is just good now the way it is. Like we we are eighty percent good people, twenty percent people that are struggling for power, you know, or perceived power. And the rest of us are just trying to live our lives and lead good lives, you know. So that's the way I view the world, you know. You're a fucking optimist, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Living in Miami and saying something like that, that's crazy. You know how you feel when you get in the Tell me who your asshole little week is. I need to remind you. <laughs> I actually don't have one this week, do you? No, not really, man. No. That's people are good. Back to your point. <laughs> exactly. yeah, people are too good. I don't have a douchebag of the week. Oh, there was one douchebag when we were leaving my crib right now oh, to come over here. That's yeah, right. Like speeding into it. It was just like stupid traffic shit. Yeah. He so like almost hit ass. some guy. And it was completely his fault, but yet he still rolls down the window and tries the guy. I'm like, damn, you almost killed him, and now you're going to emasculate him too? Like, <laughs> fucked up. So, yo, buddy, you get douchebag of the week. <laughs> fucking douchebag. Go fuck yourself, guys. Thanks for bringing that up. I was going to say, if we can't come up with a douchebag of the week, maybe it's us, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe something I did. Maybe I'm the douchebag of the week. What did I do this week? <laughs> I definitely did some douchebag shit. <laughs> Me too. You're going to call yourself out. That'd be dope. Check. Check. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so... So, genetically engineered humans. That's right. That's some kit. Crazy. Kit. The kit. The home kit. The home edition kit. 
I never, Soon coming to your relationship. The UFC 20 years from now is going to be crazy, bro. The battle rap for 20 years from now. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Yo, we're going to clone Eminem. Genetically enhanced assassin and Eminem combined. Yeah. By then, it'll be robot parts also. You're going to like, have arm cannons and shit. <laughs> yeah, this shit's scary. I don't know, man. I, I, I guess I'm like a, I'm more of a gloom and doom type of guy doom and gloom type of guy gloom and doom. you nah yeah i don't know <laughs> gloom and human this technology <laughs> shit scares the shit out of me bro not me man i'm into it download my consciousness man. i mean it's still cool <laughs> i, mean, I want to live forever <laughs> <laughs> what do you you watch westworld soup no no nah, but i've watched the first episode so i, I know what the base of the you know the the, the story is yeah i know what the premise is yeah. it's just time Westworld's dope it's a man. time thing What's the but first thing? What's anything. the first thing you would do if you went to the park? <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's the second thing you would do? <laughs> Renee just gave me that. Yo, you know my girls listen to this podcast. And I'm that like, face. I'm married, wow. Just gave me that face. I'm just, I already gave it was that that clear. <laughs> <laughs> was it that? That's clear? funny though, right? Isn't what's that the isn't second that, thing you would do at the? But park? isn't that what that show is trying to say about our psyche, though? You I know mean, it's already happening. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to rehash the happening. dick sucking robot thing. You that's know? what I'm saying. <laughs> that part's already happening. I mean, episode one told you. Yeah. yeah. But no. that's that's already happening. So the fact that you you you're dressing it up as a western. <laughs> to make it seem more classy. <laughs> well, it's robots, you know. And that's that's but, I think, but it's the still but the the Western lends to it being more like escapist. Exactly. So it like lends to you imagining like, oh, if this was true, you know, what would I do? You right, know what I'm right, right. It kind of lends you. It, lends it doesn't stop stuff. you from being you, though. Would you kill a bunch of motherfuckers? Event? Yeah, absolutely. At Westworld? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'd murk some people. Yeah, I'd have to. <laughs> Anyone like? <laughs> Is there you know, shooting robots for sure? Uh, yeah. That's what I love about the premise of that of that park in that story you know that it's like guilt free yeah and, sins. and they're saying like this is us like this would attract you and you would come and you right. would do these things and it's true we would you yeah know? well yeah we would i yeah. know i would yeah, yeah i would too i'd be there i put my money down as right soon away. as you heard your boy <laughs> tell you it's legit you probably got that one homie that he does all that shit and then if he said yo it's legit you saving up no yeah it's an adventure to tell you right? like I don't know that I'd be like one of those psycho dudes that just like kills Starts people. Starts cutting for, people. For no you don't know or you don't know? I don't know. think I would. <laughs> I don't think so. But I don't know if one of them pissed me off. Yeah, you cut me off with your horse, God. <laughs> <laughs> and you insulted me. <laughs> you demasculated me. Douchebag of the week. Bang. <laughs> I'm looking for douches. Yeah, I'm hog tying this motherfucker, bro. That's another thing that, well, you know what's funny is like that game Red Dead Redemption yeah. is uh-huh. like a kind of a beta version of fucking Westworld, right, right. bro? Because like you, you get to do a lot of that shit in that game, man. Yeah. That's nuts, bro. I've been fighting myself not to buy that shit. I know. Time. <laughs> I wanted to mention that I once or twice or a so thousand bad. times. <laughs> <laughs> I've been fighting myself not to buy it, man. I got too many projects. Get it already, man. Nah, nah. I'm not going to Just have it. some self-control. You I'll can just do keep it. watching YouTube you videos about it. it. <laughs> watch other people play. I'll watch other people play. Yeah. For a couple minutes and go home. 
I never understood that. Like, how you, can you watch people play a game on YouTube or watch people? Well, I could like, back do in the day, the arcade YouTube. set that up. You used to watch people play video games all the time, waiting for your turn. Yeah, waiting for your turn, but that's different. You, you know? But now you like what taking a shit or something, and you watching somebody play, and then you out you going to My work. My nephew like, loves those videos, man. You only have ten minutes. The highest earning YouTubers are gamers. Really? Yeah. I, I looked up some shit about well this was a couple of years ago but mm-hmm. the you know the highest earning like straight up off of YouTube people right. are like all gamers bro have you seen these videos it's not even they don't even show you the screen it's literally you're watching people play the game and just watching their reactions <laughs> like have you not nah, have you seen these videos no 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 I've seen the I one where it's like that. the game and the then you game. see the no, dude's face on the bottom I'm talking about like, videos that you don't even see what they're playing you're just looking at him's face that's yeah. playing a game that's <laughs> and it's got like 10 million views you know it's that's crazy. crazy. People are crazy. It's yeah. like somebody's face while they're playing the piano or something. Like, why am I zooming in on your face while you're playing the piano? Like, <laughs> like that makes no sense. People will <laughs> Show watch, the keys or something. <laughs> people will watch anything on YouTube, man. Damn. How do you get 10 million views on that, though? You know? That's crazy. It's like going the opposite way. People are doing too much to get no views. This guy's doing nothing. 10 million. Do you have any YouTube, like, guilty pleasures? Guilty YouTube pleasures. Yeah. Uh, like, I, lately I've been watching, like, music, like, song reaction videos. Like, Okay. So people listening to a song and reacting to it. And oh, have you seen, about, like, Teens Watch? Have you seen that shit? No, it's a... So it's, like, a bunch of kids watch or teens watch. It's a bunch of, like, kids from nowadays, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Watching shit from back in the day. Oh, that's So funny. there's, like, it's, like, a... The kids watch there, there's one for Tupac okay. teens watch Tupac and that's one of the things that like reaffirmed my faith in humanity <laughs> all of them was feeling it you know? I was like damn they were? Bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. all of them were feeling what it what was yeah. it that they were watching a bunch of Tupac videos like, like your head up and all that yeah shit. music videos yeah and then there's like teens uh, re- it's teens react kids react that's okay. what that's what the videos are called oh, okay. on YouTube <clears throat> And so they have them reacting to, like, the old school Nintendo in one of them. They had to, like, plug it in, figure out how to, like, you know, insert the cartridge and do all that <laughs> shit. I think that's what's so funny. Too. See, like, yeah, it took like them forever alien to technology it to them. Yeah, know? it's weird. Oh, I saw one. I think I saw one where they were uh, trying to connect it in the back of the television. Yeah, like, yeah. I think to, it's like, the same one. The, okay, they were trying and to they had they had to blow the, the whole thing. Yeah, they had to blow in the cartridge and all that. They had to do the whole <laughs> shit. But you still have to stick two cartridges in there just to hold oh, the first see, one. That's down. to hold the first one down. <laughs> oh, right. And then and then maybe get like a baseball card and slide one more on top right. in case that didn't work very well. It's like life hacks. Yeah, life hacks. Nineteen eighty nine edition. Yeah, had to play. Had Nintendo's got to play. gotta be the goat system of all time, bro. Oh my god, Super Mario. Brothers? Fuck, would you tell me? Oh yeah, Super Mario one is the only video game that like my mom will play right like, my mom likes that game you feel me yo Tetris and Super Mario oh, yeah. destroyed cool. generations yeah to come Super Mario 1 is a fucking amazing game like that shit's still fun to this day yeah yo my brother and, and that uh, age of cousins that are 27 and 26 they play uh, Super Smash yeah. all together yeah, Smash yeah. and, and to fun. them they, they, they're like yo that shit is bomb it's not my generation but you can see like Nintendo got generations, homie. Yeah. Nintendo's been smart about that, too, about holding on to their intellectual properties and, like, really developing them and shit like that. Yeah. Like, Did you ever see that uh, Mario and Luigi movie? <laughs> with Bob and Mario. Yeah. 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 With John, with John Leguizamo. <laughs> oh, right. He was in that? I barely remember And I think that. Dennis Hopper was, was King Koopa. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Damn, bro. <laughs> They always had real actors in those movies because yeah. now they come up with that and it's not good. It's kind of half-ass actors, but... 
You got Dennis Hopper as the villain. <laughs> Fuck that though. Do you remember the movie The Wizard? The Wizard? So that it was about a kid that enters like a video game competition, but within that movie is where they first revealed Super Mario Three. No, I you don't, don't remember, remember yeah, this, bro? Damn. Who's yo? It's called The Wizard. I don't forget, I don't remember who's in oh. it. But that's the first footage anyone ever saw of Super Mario 3 was in that movie. Wow. No, yeah. And you yo, know how he it, picks up, like, yeah. the raccoon tail and he flies and shit like that? Like, you ain't never seen that before. You saw it in that movie. And that's that, crazy. I remember freaking out when I saw that shit, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. I <laughs> the do wizard. not remember that shit. Yeah. Look it up. The Wizard. Yeah. I was deep on that Nintendo shit when I was a kid. But I was more of a Sega guy. Though. I was about to ask you, because my, my cousin had the Sega. When, well, I Steve was, had the Sega. I had the, uh, the the Nintendo. I was on Nintendo, but when the 16-bits came out, I went with Sega instead of the Super Nintendo. The Genesis, right? Yeah, I went yeah. The, with the Genesis. Was that yeah. Shinobi? Was that, oh, Shinobi. Was it Shinobi? That was Genesis? my shit. Shinobi, the, Genesis came with Altered Beast. At first, yeah, I remember. it came with Altered Beast, and, and then, dope, but I never liked it. Too but much then better. they switched to uh, Sonic. Yeah, yeah they, Sonic and Sonic. Was, that's when they. Yeah. That's when Genesis blew up. That's Sonic the best decision so, Sega ever yeah. made. Sonic was like their Mario. Like I don't yeah. think it, it reached those heights, but it got. It was, close. A, it was the, fucking close. Yeah. Bro. Machine yeah. getting coins. Yeah, the the animal getting coins. Yeah, yeah. running through the whole board, finishing. Yeah. But those those loops, the speed, everything. The yo, that was like advanced technology visually at that time it's also sonic was such a marketable character you know what i'm saying yeah, and, very and it cartoony fit, it was cartoony and it was the anti-mario because he was a little more of a badass yeah, yeah he true. looked like pissed he wasn't really like a happy-go-lucky with mario guy you yeah, know right. he had spikes and shit like that and like sega was smart in those times to become the anti-Nintendo, too. Correct. It's like, they That's made true. it seem like Nintendo was the little kid system. Right. And Sega was... Remember, Sega had a lock on the sports games back in the day. And, and Nintendo wasn't fucking with Sega. No. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's another thing. But, yeah. but just knowing, even before Mortal Kombat came out, like, they had Joe Montana football. They had... They signed... They had a, a Mike Tyson. They, uh, no, they, when they had Mike Tyson. They didn't have Mike Tyson. They had a Buster Douglas... Is it Buster Douglas? Buster Douglas knockout boxing or some shit. Right when he knocked out Mike, uh, they dropped a Buster Douglas game. But what I'm saying is like their games were were skewing more towards like older kids and teens. You know what I'm saying? And their system was black. It was more and and even their edgier. It was it was the edgy system exactly. It was more adult. My shit was a Dreamcast tennis. Oh, Dreamcast, Dreamcast was, was Dreamcast, shit. dude. Dreamcast was so yeah, virtual tennis. Virtual tennis, yeah. that's Yo, right. Yeah. I have friends that <laughs> actually sure. got into a fist fight no. over virtual tennis. I swear to God, bro. So I believe happened? it. I believe what it. What happened, Shadi? I've been close. We were playing virtual tennis and somebody got their ass whooped or right. whatever, and then like we went outside and you know, we were smoking a blunt and then I think motherfuckers were getting ready to leave and these two dudes were just still talking shit. About motherfucking tennis, bro. No, man. Video yeah, game. I swear to God, like punches Video were thrown. Tennis. Someone got body slammed. I, bro, I swear to you, dude. <laughs> Over virtual tennis of all games, it wasn't even like a boxing game or the Mortal Kombat game. Not nah. even street or and, and uh, what you would call it, double dribble. No nah, fights nah, nah, over nah, double nah. dribble. Tennis, tennis, B. Tennis. Tennis. That virtual tennis life tennis. is real, son. <laughs> That game was fucking dope. Yeah, shit was dope. I don't give a fuck about tennis, but that game was dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> tennis is hard as fuck to play in real life, man. That shit is a lot of running. 
The Dreamcast fucking died, bro. Oh, so, yeah. Because of the bootleg. What other games did they have? Because of the bootleg. And you know why? Why? Because uh, oh, yeah. PS2 came with DVD functionality. <laughs> That's what did it. If, Sega, that was if Dreamcast, that was the ever. killer. That was the killer. Was because the at that time, ever. at that time, PlayStation 2 was the cheapest DVD player that you can buy. DVD players were going for like 400 bucks back then. They were wow. supposed to be the HD player. Remember, it was DVD, it was Blu ray versus. versus uh, yeah, no, no, no. But this is before Blu ray. Right, right. I'm talking about DVD. I'm talking about DVD. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And, and Sega had the option to add that functionality, and Dreamcast dropped before PS2. Right. So if Dreamcast would have had the um, they would have kept the DVD game. playing yeah. functionality, they might still be around today. Yeah, or they would have got like absorbed into into Microsoft because like the dudes that were designing the Dreamcast eventually moved to X to Microsoft and they uh, made the Xbox. Made the Xbox. Yeah. Which I love the Xbox. I think that's the probably, original Xbox. Yeah, the original Xbox. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. The that's Dreamcast, the Xbox. The Xbox and the PS3 were the ones that were competing. Pretty for much every system. Blu-ray <laughs> versus HD DVD. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I was like, whoever wins that battle, well, I'm glad people. I know you you have one, so. But it's crazy to think that one that one decision might have <sighs> drowned the company, man. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just like the blockbuster and Netflix thing. Oh yeah, with them not getting on the online game. No, Blockbuster could have bought Netflix oh, that's right. for fifty million dollars. Wow, that's fucking chump change in, yeah. the, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. You know, they they had the opportunity to buy Netflix and they declined. They could have had yeah. Blockbuster movies. That's what I'm saying. That would have been the name of their movie brand. Yeah, it would have still been. A, it would have still been a Blockbuster night instead of Netflix yeah. and chill. It would have still yeah. been. You could done, you could have done both, but they would have got a piece. <laughs> yeah. They would have owned the piece. They're like, yeah, these are a little company. Man, I used I had like such a love hate relationship with going to Blockbuster to pick a movie. You know, like why? Because you didn't. First of all, you go with your girl, right? And you start looking at movies. You can't agree on shit. You finally find one, and it's all rented out, right? There's no copies left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you're walking around the store. You end up buying some stale ass popcorn on the way out. <laughs> I love um, mom and pop video stores, though. Yeah, those are great, man. I mean, it was also cool, like, because it was a, an activity, you know? It was like, okay, we're going to get in the car, we're going to go rent a movie, we're going to come back, pop the popcorn, and watch it. Well, there's something to, like, discovering a gem by actually physically walking around the store mm -hmm. and reading the fucking synopsis and looking at the photos and, you know, mm -hmm. you discover a movie. It's not like how it is now that everybody has access to all the movies. There was, like, it felt more special. And not only that, so, like, now on Netflix... I'll put on a movie, and if I don't like it, it's coming off within the first 10, 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, when you go to Blockbuster, <laughs> my dude, you had to get up. You had to drive there. You know what I'm saying? You you're had gonna, to interact with people. You're riding the whole ride. You yeah, came I mean, back. I'm even when this you, whole movie, this even whole shitty ass movie. Back, <laughs> right. Even when you get back to the crib, like, you got to get up, put it in the VCR. You rewind know it if it ain't rewinded. Right. If, so, if, <laughs> if the previous guy was a douchebag of the week right. and didn't rewind it. So, so you were more committed to finishing a fucking movie. So, you know, you ended up watching a movie, whether it was good or bad, bro. You found out. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to see this thing through to the end, bro. Man, you know, speaking of Netflix movies, like, there has not been one that I've, like, genuinely really, really enjoyed, you know? Like, mm. let's see with Scorsese. I saw oh. the Roxanne movie. What movie is he putting out? He's doing, his next movie is on Netflix. He's already, yeah. they're already editing that shit. What is it? It's called The Irishman. The Irishman? Yeah. Okay. It's based on a book called, 
I heard you paint houses. Hmm. And it's about the guy that, I forget his name, but it's the guy that supposedly killed John Gotti. Oh. He's a hitman, a professional hitman. So, but the movie, it's Scorsese directing. It's got De Niro, Pacino, Harvey Keitel. Oof. Like, it's got yeah. the whole, like... Every reason to not watch a preview. <laughs> uh, Joe Pesci. It's got fucking Joe Pesci, too. Oh, shit. Just like, watch. all his gangster classics. Right. Classic actors, bro. So, yeah, I'm excited as fuck for that one. And that's a Netflix original, mm. which, is, which is unbelievable. That Could've Netflix a got a fucking Scorsese flick. Well, bro. that's just a testament to how much money they have, you know? Yeah. Blockbuster. But not just money, though. <laughs> Fucked up Blockbuster. But not just money, though, man. An old school filmmaker like Scorsese not getting, a, you know, a traditional theatrical run. It's a big deal, man. It's not just money. It's respectability. Like, a Netflix movie now is respectable enough to pull a guy like Scorsese over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Well, I mean, everyone and their mom has a freaking movie on Netflix now, you know? Yeah. Like, every quote-unquote big-time respectable actor has movies on Netflix, you know? So It's like what happened with TV. Like, TV, if you were a TV actor back in the day... That was seen as a, a notch below a movie actor. Right. Nowadays, that ain't really the case, bro. Nah. Movie actors want to get a TV so they could have a I normal think life paycheck. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I live in L.A. with a check. Yeah. I, I think it's still a case, on it, in my opinion, but I think they depends on what the project is, right? Like, for example, like a serious movie actor that's doing well and or that is at a high point in their career is not going to take like a sitcom or something like that you know nah fam i'm talking about like anthony hopkins being on westworld right that's the kind of shit i'm talking about okay but that was one two you know one season and then some shots in the second season and you know what i mean like i know but anthony hopkins wouldn't have been on an hbo show in the 90s is the point that I'm trying to make. Whether it's mm. for one season or not. You know what right. I'm saying? You wouldn't have been able to pull an Anthony Hopkins if you were a TV show. Like, you weren't going to see Anthony Hopkins on Law & Order, bro. Right. You but feel what Law I'm saying? Law & Order is not HBO. Like, not even close, you know? Okay, but that HBO show that you know now didn't exist back in the day. Right. So, that's, this is what I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's a respectability attached to television now that wasn't so back in the day. That's what I think. Hmm. No, that's true. And with good reason. Yeah. You get to tell a story with a lot more nuance. It's a lot more complex. It's You have more breathing room to really like explore the character. You can make it more character-driven. I mean, yeah, but the downside is if the show does well, then they try to extend it further than it really should. Right. And then you run out of things to say, and it gets sloppy. And, right. You know what I mean? Like, and I would imagine that as an actor, it's got to get tedious playing the same fucking part over and over. Yeah. Right. Especially on your come-up, you probably had billion uh different roles and, right and now you're one right like steve carell is he kills it in every movie he's in and people still see him as michael scott well he's michael scott forever man i don't care what anyone says because you saw him for hours and hours and hours playing that character it's right? also his best character it's freaking hilarious he's fucking it's an iconic yeah. character too so it's when you hit that good Shout it's out kinda, to The Office, man. We didn't, hard we didn't mention Yo, it last We time. fucked up. We yeah. didn't mention The Office last time, and we didn't mention uh, Martin last time. Shout oh, out to Garcia, who pointed that out for me, bro. Oh, but, yeah. Like, yeah, we should have mentioned Martin. I could have sworn we mentioned Martin. And I, thought we mentioned with, Martin. I thought I mentioned Married with Children, but you I did. I you I did, did mention Married with Children. And Martin, I yeah. think. 
I think you mentioned Martin. Yeah, we did say Martin. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. you said Martin. But you we did missed not the say office. The Office. Yeah. We did miss The Office. And that's like my second favorite yeah. show. That yeah. is, I would say that's right behind favorite. Seinfeld for right. me. Exactly. That's yeah, up there, man. Dude, yeah. that, those characters are hilarious. That freaking Dwight and Jim, like beef that they have, and Michael Scott. Oh, man. But like, the show wasn't the same when Steve left. No, of no. course not. I but mean, they're never the same. How many shows, very few shows, picked up? After a major star like that left, yeah. I'm a big fan of Will Ferrell, but I didn't like him on the show when they when uh, they replaced him. D'Angelo Vickers. I'm glad he. I'm glad he didn't stay. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I, when you replace somebody to put a bandaid on, I'm cool with that. But when you try to force feed that character forever, <laughs> they kept searching because uh, the character that plays Andy, right? He's yeah. um. He stayed who he was. He didn't try to be somebody different, and they wrote it out, but. Who else? Like you can't you can't leave it you can't leave a sitcom and it's but th- that's how much I like that show that even after Steve Carell left and it sucked I finished watching it. Yo, me know? too. That's how yeah, much yeah, I like sure. that show. Yeah, Normally too. I would not ever do yeah. that. You know. I needed to see it resolve itself. Yeah, because the too. other characters were developed enough too that you wanted to see that out too, rather yeah. than just one. But Steve Carell was the was the shit. Steve, I mean, he coined the phrase. That's what she said. You know what I mean? Like. How much more? Can he didn't you coin ask that phrase. But he yeah, he's, he's it. patented it. He's got that phrase uh, copyrighted. Bro. I don't know about that. Yes, I Steve Carell. Think that talks. shit was in Wayne's World, bro. No, that's what she said is older than The Office. Yeah, no. it predates The Office. Definitely predates it. it predates as far as copywriting, I don't know, but definitely. Uh, yeah, he might have he might have patented it or whatever, yeah. or trademarked it. I heard he invented it and copyrighted it, and you can't say that's what she said without paying him royalties. Huh. Somebody Google that. Somebody. And and let us know, please. (laughs) We don't have a fucking Twitter account yet. We need to we need to get on our shit. We need to jump on Twitter right away. What (laughs) what are we at right now, Soup? You good. You uh uh, one twelve, buck twelve? Oh, we passed a buck? Yeah. Wow. All right, I think we should shut this bitch down. What you think? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, hit the call sign. Any parting any parting fucking words? Anything you want to say? Shout out to Uncle D, Chef Extraordinaire, shout out to the group chat again. Word. True. <laughs> Not straight up, like shout out to everybody that, that's been showing love and shit, um, leaving reviews, subscribing. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. You know, if we can ask you to do anything, that would be it because iTunes apparently is important in the podcast world. So, yeah. yeah, do that if you can. Or wherever, as long as you're listening. Word. Uh, <laughs> shout out again to Teresa for designing the logo. Always a shout the out there. It's fresh. Shout out Very to fresh. Soup for having us again on some last minute shit. I really appreciate that, bro. No Word. it is, bro. Word. You know I mean? And yeah, shout out to Renee. You were a little somber and I got no voices this week. Nope. Like, I'm a little disappointed. Is this yeah. your new podcast self? I'll sign off with a little accent. I don't know what accent this is, but I'm going to try it anyways, you know? Where do you place that? Where do you place that, Soup? Where's that I am accent Eastern from? European. I just moved here from Czechoslovakia. Sound like a Jafakin. <laughs> That's a Jafakin accent. Uh, All right, man. We're signing off this motherfucker. This is Human Sushi. Human Sushi. Suman Hushi. Peace. Fuckers. <laughs>